Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. What's up, everybody? This is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. The Hog Call is the only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored Razorback podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at the Hog Call Podcast. Or friend us on Twitter. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will allow other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw our tip our way, you can support us financially by clicking the link in our show descriptions. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voice message by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way, Tim. How's it going? Hey, Chad. Pretty good. A lot to be excited about tonight uh, for several reasons. Uh, one, it's game week. Two, we got a uh, special, a real writer on the show uh, coming on as a guest, Luke Davis uh, from Arkansas Fight. And, oh, Lord. Uh, to repeat, it's game week. Yeah, it's really exciting to have a columnist come on the show and be able to hang out with us. And I've read all your stuff, Luke, and it's just every single article you put out, you know, I feel like I'm getting something out of. So, Chad, I appreciate that, man. It's good to good to be on here. I'm a long time, first time, as they say. And uh, man, yeah, uh, this is fun. Yeah, and you sound really good. Uh, really good connection there. And this is this is gonna be a really good episode. Good oh, to have yeah, you on. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Luke, let me ask you a question, man. So, talk to us, just talk to us a little bit and tell us where you see, you know, the Arkansas Razorbacks from a media's perspective and where you see kind of us going. Well, I don't think I'm quite as high as you guys. Um, I think it's, I think you're really looking at, you know, five to seven. I, I, I think, I think the, I think that five is probably, well, not the worst case scenario. We've seen that, but you know, it's it's probably the one that I'm thinking. Well, that'd be a little bit disappointing. 
Six, I think, is you know kind of right on the money. I think we get a couple of SEC wins and we sweep the non-con. And uh, I think I think if things break our way, I think I think seven would be uh, be laying it out there and really uh, getting us ready for year after that for 2020 but uh man i I think about six and six is probably probably the pretty safe bet and you uh actually yeah i would too oh that's why we the the expectations yeah we might have picked a mate we got we got to talk about the schedule i was planning on picking six all off season luke and you get to talking about the schedule and you're just like i really don't want to have a four game losing streak right in the middle of the season so yeah wins but um you wrote an article actually about kind of what Vegas had, and it's about six, right? I mean, that's that's a solid number. Yeah, it went down a little bit from from you know I did that back in June, so mm-hmm. um, I think I think it's gone down just a little bit. I, I know Chad talked about it last week. There's been some injuries and that kind of thing, but um, yeah, I just I think I think six is kind of kind of right where kind of right about right. Yeah, I think that'd be really wonderful. Do you think we're going to win the bowl game if we get that six wins? Oh man, you're looking at yeah, man, you're looking at at playing somebody pretty, pretty. Uh, I don't know, a mirror image of, of Arkansas. Maybe I, I think I think that's just about a probably be a toss up. You might have like God, I hate to say it, but you know, if we play in the Birmingham Bowl or something like that, and you know, Memphis is looking to rise up or something like that. That might be tough, but you know, if we play somebody that's like kind of having a drag and, you know, they're kind of, I don't know, Florida state goes six and six and they, they come back and, you know, they make a bowl this year and maybe they're a little bit excited that they get to start to the new bowl streak of one. But, uh, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty fun. I think we could take them. I know the, I know the, uh, 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 first, first link I clicked on looking at bowl projections and kind of Independence Bowl has Wake Forest in there. I like our chance against Wake Forest, even right now. Uh, kind of Baylor around that range, uh, mm-hmm. some team like that. So mm-hmm. um, as long as I just don't want to play maybe an up and comer uh, or kind of a small conference school. Yeah, that's never fun. When we played uh, played Liberty Bowl, who was it that we played? East Carolina. Yeah. And there was just nothing that that was gonna, no good was gonna come from that, other than, and I guess that was our first bowl, and we'd skip the bowl a year before. But yeah, we placed the, we, we, that was the Petrino year, so we got that first year wasn't that great. The second year we got the bowl game, and and uh, East Carolina, man, that was cold as all get out, man. I'll never forget how cold that game was. That was just ridiculous, and they almost slipped up and beat us in that game. Uh, it was almost like a battle of the kickers. You remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Anyway, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think it's going to look like? You know, with this coach, are you are you happy with uh, with Coach Morris? Do you you on board with him? I mean, wow. we're, we're on board with him. We're happy with him, but at the same time, we're like we're not like this radio show that I heard about that was saying. If he lost this game to, you know, uh, <clears throat> to uh, Portland State, that uh, oh, we shouldn't fire him or anything. We should. Um, I think that's a definite fire situation. But where are you at with him? Well, as far as losing to Portland State, that's uh, you know, 
that's not even a that's not even a hypothetical to to even consider. But man, I'm I'm on board, and I I love what what he's done with the recruiting. I mean, I was kind of I, I was bummed out as anybody about the end of last year, kind of kind of being just such a such a drag, and you know, kind of looking like they gave up and everything. And that that that's got to be put on the coach. But man, I think you, you get some of those guys that are probably just need to go ahead and graduate out of the way and you know bring in those guys that he's been bringing in and and the coaching staff man i'm i'm on board i'm ready to go well me too man i'm excited for the chief for sure you know so yeah i I don't think we're gonna lose to portland state and i think that's kind of a like you said a ridiculous uh thing to think about but yeah those old boys are definitely doing they're on the radio saying that uh they thought Portland State. If we lost that game, we should, you know, we should keep, uh, we should keep him around. Did you hear that, Tim? You heard about that, right? Yeah, I guess. What was it? I guess the buzz. The buzz. Was, that's what it was. The buzz. Uh, Matt was saying. Um, but to even kind of consider it, I just like it's it's more to me like how many, um, you know, how good are we going to beat them? How are our guys going to get? What you know? What kind of experience and uh, how much we're going to beat them by? Um, you know, and even you hear the players say, you know, even Scooter Harris, he's saying, you know, they're not looking past them, and they learned from North Texas, you know, and he named North Texas. So um, I don't think that's going to happen. But to even consider it uh, right off the bat, FCS schools coming off a, what, four and seven mm-hmm. uh, campaign last year. Um, so I don't even think, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with Luke. It's like it's not even something we should really be talking about, but they did. And um, that's a, you know, Little Rock's radio, uh, sports radio network, so I don't, I don't know where they're getting that from. Yeah, it's kind of crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff, but you know, it's always neat to kind of mention the, I don't know, the weird, the weird things that people are talking about, and and just kind of ponder those things because if if they're thinking it, you know, if there's enough people in Arkansas that are calling into a radio station and thinking it, you know, obviously. You know, some people think it's a it's a possibility. I think it's ridiculous. They're I, getting it from somewhere. I mean, but look at Jack Crow's situation. You know, you got to go back there. Would we? Would we? You know, would we go ahead and pull the trigger? I think yeah, for sure. I mean, now look, this uh, Portland State team was it four years ago or so when they beat Washington State, and I, they that's like the one good year that they've had, and and however long. But man, that Washington State team turned out to be nine and four and and lost to them and mike leach stayed you know he's still the coach and he's been been on it so yeah i don't know it feels more like a jack crow situation to me but you gotta probably take it take kind of look get a wholesale view of it and just kind of see that you know maybe (laughs) i don't know no, I but agree with you, especially if you start thinking about their record, you know, being four and seven and last in the big sky conference or whatever it is. So I agree. Yeah. yeah regardless, regardless, even last year, it's like, if you kind of look, I mean, any, I mean, how many, how many years have we probably gone back for any of any coach and said, Hey, are they going to lose to, you know, uh, Southeast Missouri state, the first game, you know, if you want to kind of <laughs> go to that, maybe we'd be talking about it. Because we win, you know, we do what we can't, or, you know, we beat them 52 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be giving away my prediction there, but we beat them like 52 to 10 or something. I mean, nobody, I mean, we're never going to remember we talked about it, but it is kind of after last year. You just, it, it is sad that we're even mentioning it because. Yeah. No, it's sad. It's in the back or of Or a major radio station is. 
or the buzz. The buzz mentioned it, and we we felt like you know it was a good thing to talk about. All right, Luke. Well, let, let's move forward from this. Uh, I just was curious about you know where where you stood there. Well, so what do you think as far as your prediction for Arkansas's year? Do you want to kind of outline that for us and say like these are the teams I think we're gonna we're gonna take out, and these are the ones we're gonna have the most trouble with? Yeah, for sure. Um, so. Uh, go ahead and just call it a sweep of the non-cons. I don't think, I don't think San Jose State is going to rise up on you or anything like that. Um, I think we, I think we go into Oxford on the seventh and and take care of. I mean, it's going to be you know a close one, but I, I think we're going to beat Ole Miss. Oh, I um, man, I, I mean, I feel pretty, I feel pretty strong. Like, I think if we only get five five wins this year, I think. We only get one SEC mm-hmm. game. I think it's Ole Miss. I, they just, God, they, they're they're going to have a tougher road to hoe than we than we are. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, yeah. let's see. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, no, I, you know, Oxford's not a tough place to play. Um, we should have we should have beat them last year, and we know how bad exactly last year. And um, uh, Jordan Tamu, isn't he gone? Is he gone? He's gone. Uh, they got uh, Matt Coral or Corral, right. the the freshman supposedly phenom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Who's might he be right. to, Man, Boy, it, like all those receivers are gone. Yeah, he's missing Metcalf and eight, uh, Brown from last year, and those guys were they, they were all they were it. I mean, they were yeah. pretty big NFL so, draft pick. But so, I, I think you're right about. It. Let me ask you this, Luke: You got Kentucky beating us for real? See, I don't know, man. I I don't, you know, they lost all their defense, and their defense was 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 good. I, honestly, I think that's shoot. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, Kentucky shouldn't beat us. I'm just going to throw it out there. We shouldn't get beat by Kentucky this year. I will say, well, the first quarter we may go down because I saw what I think last week they named that game. That game was going to be when they honor Jared Lorenzen. Oh, who man. passed away this Dang. summer, so they're going to have some emotion. I was like, out of any game, you know. Of course, we'd get that luck, right? Now we're just, but we're going to win in seven overtimes, I guess. So I'll, I'll take there it. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. But still, I was, when I saw that, I was like, man, they're going to be playing with such emotion. But you're right, Luke. They lost a lot, and yeah, that's kind of a. I, I could see us winning. See now, I know what you guys mean. Whenever you're like thinking, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put six and six down there. You're like, shoot, why, why aren't we gonna beat Kentucky? Why aren't we gonna beat Mizzou, man? Why aren't we gonna beat Mississippi State? Let's, let's do well, this. Well, look, well, I mean, I agree. Like, 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 I can see. All right, we're gonna lose. You know, maybe Mississippi State. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but I just don't see us losing to Kentucky. You know, and and that's the only. You know, that's the thing where I'm but like. And the, and the thing, if you're going you're going through the schedule and you're like, okay, we start off 4-0. We beat Ole Miss. We're starting off 4-0. And then you're like, are we really going to lose? I'm not going to say we're going to beat Alabama. Are we not going to at least win one of those A&M, Kentucky, Auburns? Mm-hmm. I mean, having that momentum. Do we not have like the – because other teams like Auburn, they may have – they might get beat by Oregon, maybe another game or two, and just kind of seasons, you know, Malzahn's on the hot seat again and seasons kind of – turmoil and you know hogs are four and two or five and one at that point just in Auburn coming to Fayetteville so it's hard to really say now if we lose to Ole Miss then you just like I don't know who we're you know that changes but we all assume we're going to beat Ole Miss 
But I guess that's probably your sixth team because you had us at a six and six. So, but you don't think we'll we'll slip up and beat any team like a Mississippi State? You don't think they'll uh, we'll get one yeah, upset no, this I, year? I I think I think I well honestly I think every game but the Ole Miss and the four non cons are going to be upsets because I think we're I don't think we're going to be favored in any of the other games. So. Yeah, no, I think we could. I think we could sneak up on Mississippi State at the end of the year, and you know, our, our freshmen kind of, kind of get more mature, and basically they're sophomores at that point. I think we could beat somebody like that, but I also think we could lose to Ole Miss and kind of, you know, uh, it just kind of it kind of works that. itself I can see us out. Losing, I can see us losing to a team we should beat. That would be very Arkansas-like. Thing We've to seen do. that before. Yeah. <laughs> Like what if we beat A and M, but then we lose? Then we lose like five in a row, or you know something like that. Or, mm-hmm. but what a ride for that first five weeks! <laughs> no, that would be that would <laughs> oh, be the best. Oh, you get well, you get a you get a bye week in between Texas A and M, Kentucky, so you get two weeks to enjoy being five and zero if that happened. <laughs> Enjoying your twenty second ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. Huge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I don't know. I guess that's that's. I didn't have a whole lot of questions, Tim. Did you have some? No. Um. Well, it's kind of, kind of. We've kind of talked about this a little bit. But is there any player you think is kind of going to be a breakout player? Maybe nobody's oh, talking yeah. about, or people are talking about, but kind of somebody you see, uh, kind of you want to throw it out, out here to kind of yeah. where we can write it down and put it in the book to maybe you you know say Luke called it. You know, exciting. Oh man, let's see. You know, I bet I, I'm really, I'm really excited to see what Buster Brown does at, at the corner spot. I think he's gonna, I think he's, you know, he was somebody that I was pretty excited about as a freshman. I know he, you just gotta build up to it, but I think it sounds like he's had a good, good uh, camp, and um, I mean, we need him for sure. Yeah, and he's been. You kind of read anything in the practice reports or the coaches with, and they mentioned him a lot. Yeah. But uh, I think I've seen. You know, he had some interceptions, caused some turnovers in the fall camp, and um, D backs are young, but you know they've got talent, right, Luke? Oh, absolutely, they got talent between him and I mean Cameron Curl. Remember how like coming in as a freshman and doing what I mean. Joe Fouché apparently, like Chad Moore said, that he's he's had the best camp anybody on the team's had. Greg yeah. Brooks, golly, yeah, some of those um, fresh like Jalen Catalan, Devin Bush, Greg Brooks. A lot of these guys are going to experience. It sounds like if we can just get to that six and six mark, you know, then we can really ramp up expectations to eight eight uh-huh. wins next year, nine, and then ten. You know, after that, because a lot of these freshmen they'll be juniors and. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean that defensive, and they're gonna have to step it up. But if they, if they do, even Devin Bush, the guy, he had a pick six look in the spring game. He's even a guy you didn't just first mention. I know you're obviously aware of him, but sure. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think no. too is uh, what's real interesting is, you know, we got all these great players starting, and then we don't have a lot of depth. We talked about that a lot last podcast. 
because we got a lot of young guys and you know that you're talking about those guys now those young guys so how much do you think they would be able to come in and fill in for our you know older guys how much depth do you feel like we have luke as far as the uh, uh what positions are just, just all across over the place the board on the team yeah Man, I I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to see too many more people get hurt. That's for sure. But you know, further further down the year, man, uh, you know, just, just power through, and and you'll see you'll see some guys that will you know you'll wonder where they've been all year, and it's just because they've been freshmen that that are just ready now to rise up and uh, and and do do well, and they know what they're supposed to do now, and you know get after them yeah you in in a uh, ncaa football video game where you know you can turn injuries off you know i think we would have a salt really solid shot at oh yeah pretty good season but you're right if i mean if any injuries happen beyond that starting yeah we've got these freshmen and sophomores starting on the defensive back or elsewhere it's like well shoot if something happens mm-hmm. hopefully not then what are we going to do but and, and that kind of yeah, it seems like our our weakest link is our depth this year. It seems like, you know, especially if Coach has it going in the right direction, and, and I'm hoping he does, and, and uh, you know, he's got his guys in now, and, and next year he'll have a little more depth there. I think I think we'll be doing a little better. But, yeah, I think I think that's where we just really got to build depth, you know. Yeah. You're seeing way too many walk-ons that are, like, the next man up. Mm-hmm. So we got to – Gotta keep keep pressing the gas on that recruiting. Yeah, because if I'm if, as an Arkansas fan, I'm like, oh well, this walk on, he just has heart, you know. Especially once from Arkansas, he just has heart. He's, you know, I believe in him. We've had here recently a lot of a good bit of walk ons contribute. But if you're like sitting there, at, uh, you know, Ole Miss or the A and M or whatever, and just like thinking on the opposite side of like, look at these walk ons. That's all they got, you know. They're coming after us and feeling pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. What do you think about the recruiting class, Luke? I mean, well, I think it's I think you know this time last year, I, I, I think I think last year's recruiting class was you know bar none a success. I don't think this time last year I don't I feel like you know we we're, were still pretty quiet. So I like some of the guys that we got. I like them more if there's some more Memphis guys coming in. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I I just want to wait and see who actually signs on. I think there's potential there. I don't think I don't think they've, you know, I, I'm I'm not ready to to feel let down about anything. Or I think there's just a lot of time to go. Yeah, I agree. Right, a lot of time to show this season we can win more than a couple games. For I'm sure. sure. Before before even the uh, the early signing period, because they made up a lot of ground last year. Mm-hmm. It felt like even. Uh, kind of late push, and they had to do that. Obviously, when Morris first got hired, but it's honestly going to come down to like everything. Is. It's going to come down to if we're getting some wins and showing we can win in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think well, winning winning always solves all your problems, right? At least in sports. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um. Well, I do want to say, I mean, we can talk about some other stuff with Luke, but he's part of the Hog Call Podcast Fantasy League. Oh, um, yeah. First weeks yeah. this weekend. Um, he drafted with us during the Miami-Florida game. Uh, we had a lot of fun. 
Did they do a draft? Uh-huh. Did they do one of those draft uh, things where they tell you where you rank at in that? Yeah, I, they did have a uh, current projection. You want to put it on the podcast? Okay. Um, I actually got it right here. Oh, I wow. know Luke would be Luke would be happy. I was just kind of brought my mind to it. Shoot, yeah. Um, well, we can fill the gap. No empty gaps. Um, well, it's, and first in the league, as far as the whole hog call podcast league, you got the Arkansas Raisin, Raisin Snacks projected at 10 and 1, Hogville Slammers projected at 10 and 1, Sooners projected 9 and 2. So that's the SWC division. And in this mm-hmm. format, the playoff, the, the uh, division winner gets an automatic uh, playoff bid. Southwest and it's just Conference. the rest of Yeah. And then, so the SEC is. Number four, uh, Luke Flexbone down. He's at seven and four. Uh, D Damp twenty three. Next seven and four. Chad, you're tied with Luke for fourth um, at seven and four projection. Um, and you got Hawks, Sardama, six and five. Go Tigers down there five and six. Thirty Owls, Van Gun- Van Gundy's Van Gundy's mallet and mullet. Uh, Matt, and then you got you got Tim sitting there at uh, two and nine. Fourteen out of sixteen last in the SEC. So. Wow, that's me. I'll admit it. Man, So going to be exciting. It sounds like the, I mean, just off the current, like the projections, you got a three-way tie projection for first in the SEC division. Fight for that automatic playoff spot. Wow. Well, here we go. That's We're some, fixing to do some this. SEC East sounding stuff from like five years ago, and just pillow fighting our way to four and four, and <laughs> oh my god, that, One of us that could other. Be one of us could be the Missouri of, you know, 2015 or whatever. Oh, mercy. <laughs> Please let that be me. <laughs> we don't don't want to be the Mizzou of anything. No. Maybe, I mean, these just projections. I mean, well, I'm interested to see who's going to get the yeah. T-shirt. Because I like mine, and I could use another one, honestly. Yeah. I could use a long sleeve. By that time after the league, oh, it'll be wintertime, yeah. so. We talked about giving it to somebody else if they if uh, if we win, but I don't know. A long sleeve sure sounds good. Or a hoodie, boy, it'd be nice getting myself a hoodie. <laughs> I guess if a host they, wins it, they can get a long sleeve or a hoodie. But if a fan wins it, they're just getting a t-shirt. That's is that what you want most of all, Luca? I tell you, you can get a coffee mug if you win it, Luke. Or you know, I'm, shirt's I'm pretty kinda, nice. Though. Yeah, I'm kind of cold right now. I could use a shirt myself. <laughs> <laughs> But not a you don't get a long sleeve or hoodie till if you win the second year in a row. Wow, man, gotta earn that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. I, I can't believe I did well in that draft. I had no idea what I was doing, but it sure was fun doing it. Yeah, it was, and I think everybody had a good time. And well, most people showed up to it during the football game. Oh yeah. yeah, that was impressive for sure. And how? Yeah, it was. How'd Florida lose that game? That was an impressive win, man. I don't see how they wound up winning it. That like they they should have lost it like four or five times in a row. Well, your, Miami, how the hell did Miami lose that game? I know I had a Freudian slip there at the beginning because I hate Florida and I wanted them to lose so bad. Yeah, they looked like it several times. Jeez. They had high school uh, offensive tackles. That's that's a big one. For Miami, you know, gotta, gotta get some, gotta get some meat over there. Mm-hmm. Two freshman tackles and a freshman quarterback. Good lord! Uh, Still, Florida wanted to give it to the game, though. I mean, at the end, very end, right there with them. Uh, man, 
That was weird. That was a weird game. Yeah. Hawaii, Arizona was even crazier. Well, it wasn't as it was actually a better played game, or maybe that was just because it was late at night. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that was just <laughs> more fun. By far. Just like this is just bonus or whatever because. Never know how some of these games go when they're going one game on, like it's going to be a blowout, and you're like, "Well, we got two good games in a row." Speaking of turning injuries on or off, that was a video game game right there. Uh, we we sure stayed up to one thirty to watch it, didn't we? Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think, guys? Y'all want to get into a little bit of uh, Portland State? Well, let's do it. All right, so. Uh... Yeah, apparently they had a horrible year last year. They're uh, four and seven in uh, the uh, Big Sky Conference. They are last in the conference. Um, they got this coach that's been there for I think like three years. Um, well, yeah, go ahead. Well, he was, he was actually um, Luke was just mentioned actually earlier about the two. Uh, I think it's, I assume the same year he was he he was named interim coach in like the off season. He took over in 2015. His first year, they go to the FCS playoff. Mm-hmm. And I assume that's the year to beat Washington State. Yep. Yeah. And then since then, they they've just been okay. But mm-hmm. so he's shown he can, you know, when he when he takes over and fires them up from the get go. But since that playoff year, they haven't been. But yeah, yeah, that's good. So yeah, so what do you think about this coach, Luke? Do you do you know much about him or done much research uh, he- on him? I just, you know, he gives some pretty hokey anecdotes and jokes in the, uh, in his, in his, uh, you know, press conferences and whatnot. It's kind of, kind of a little, ugh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything else about him other than got a doofy sense of humor and yeah, he's had, he's had one good year with Portland state and, uh, it's been, been rough going otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, he looks. You look at a picture of. Him, uh, I know on the game notes, uh, you just look at a picture of me. I don't. It doesn't surprise me that he goes back to his probably old wheel wheel in his mind of uh, you know coaching quips mm-hmm. um, <laughs> when he's faced with the media. Well, I'll tell you, this guy ain't afraid to play some. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not a Portland State guy, but I wouldn't think the Vikings are a real big program. And this guy has scheduled some. Some schools, you know, Washington, California, San Diego State, Texas Tech, South Dakota, San Diego, uh, so Arkansas, Penn State, San Jose, UNLV. So it doesn't sound like he's 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 scheduling, you know, weaker schools. It sounds like he's trying to put together a decent schedule, you know, at least. At least he's playing teams, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. He's he's playing teams that'll that'll pay him to to go see him and <laughs> Take a take a whooping for sure. Get that uh, get that five hundred thousand dollars or whatever. It's it's crazy that this is the first. I think it's the first time they've played an SEC school. They've at least played uh, they at least play like one Pac twelve school or Pac ten school mm-hmm. a year. But um, they're they're going. They are going outside the box playing an SEC team. But I bet we're paying them. I bet the money's pretty high for them to come to Fayetteville. Oh yeah, yeah. It all seems high to me at this point. God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, we're not the person picking up the raccoon back in the corner during the Portland State game. 
you know, where it's just a great big old dude, muscle guy, been lifting at the at the gym, and he reaches down to they, grab that raccoon, and it just tears him up. Hopefully, that's they do have situation. a they do have a six ten, uh, six foot ten, four hundred pound um, offensive lineman. The largest man. Good I was going to talk about that guy. The largest. <laughs> well, you talked about a big guy, chasing raccoons. Man, he can <laughs> I know it, man. He's the largest he player. A lot of trash. The largest player in the uh, oh. NCAA right now. They have on their team. Yeah, and it is the six ten, four hundred pound lineman. Honestly, before I went to that, Chad, I was going to say, uh, did you steal that the, the raccoon uh, analogy from uh, their coach, Bruce Barnum? Luke no, was just I just about always him. had <laughs> that. Like, did you get that from <laughs> No, I've just on, always had that one. I've, I think my uncle, uh, Clyde, used to tell me, don't, don't try to pick up a cornered raccoon, you know, and he'd just say it like that. And so it just kind of grew out of, you know. I, sounds I'm from, like I'm from, from Sheridan, from man. Sounds goes. like something from an Uncle Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, and so you know, basically, when somebody's desperate, you don't want to mess with them. Yeah, it's not usually yeah. a good thing. They have nothing to lose. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, and they, and our coaches came out talking like. Oh, they're going to be running, you know, all the all the tricks and, and different plays and stuff, and and trying to win it, and you know, we're, you know, talking about how they were preparing for it and stuff like that, and you know, just saying that they run a lot of trick plays and stuff. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. They're going to be bringing in two quarterbacks, uh, so we'll have that one that's a that's a fast, you know. Uh, thread on his feet, the other one that can throw the ball deep, so they'll be rotating them in and out, which would be nice, because we should be able to know what they're doing by who they put in, you know? That's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll probably see a lot of you know, option and stuff like that from this team, I'm guessing. Yeah, what do you got? I guess Davis Alexander, he's a, he's a two-way threat. Um, and they got uh, three running turn. backs coming back, too, from last year. Three good running yeah. backs. Um, I guess I should have got their names. <laughs> no, 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 no. They have a. I think it's a. What the hell is that? <laughs> well, damn it, I lost it completely. I should. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's leading, there's leading, leading running back is their quarterback, uh, Davis Alexander. So. Yeah. So one guy he had 400 and something yards on the ground last year, 12 touchdowns. And he had Eason, well, the back and the second leading return rusher is, is the backup court is the backup quarterback. Mm. Then you got Carlos Martin and Sergio Hoffman. It's a lot of option and a really good tight end. Uh, the what Charlie uh, Tomapeo. Tomapeo, yeah, he's a he's an FCS All American preseason. All- mm. Yeah, I think uh, was it. Oh, who was it that was talking about him being like maybe a fourth round pick? It might have been their coach or something, but he's he, he may be he may you may be seeing him uh, play on Sundays next year. No, yeah, no, that's a good good kind of a preview for maybe some of the better SEC tight ends, kind of a big body like that. And then yeah. Mateo yeah, he, and Emmanuel, they're almost like tied in their stats for last year. Yeah, those other. Those receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
they should be pretty good. Mateo's six one, one eighty, mm-hmm. sophomore. Yeah, almost as uh, good as this dude that's supposed to go in the fourth round. Well, he's the tight end, so they you know, they've got they've got two Man, six one wide receivers kinda of running. A lot. Yeah. It's a lot of tight end yeah. usage. Yeah, well, that kind of sounds like where we're – I assume, especially with Hicks being named starting quarterback, which kind of reminds me of a uh, question to ask you, Luke, on your opinion of the quarterbacks. But kind of I, I imagine him, uh, going, uh, Hicks, going to the tight ends a lot too. What, what, what do you think uh, when – your initial reaction when Morris named Hicks uh, the start quarterback on Monday? Man, you know, for forever I was just – you know, certain it'd be Hicks this year, Starkle next year, KJ after that. And, and then it just, you know, the more I, you know, was thinking about it, I was like, well, maybe maybe it's just time to, time to you know, give give the quarterback of uh, the next couple of years, a, you know, just let him get everything going. And so I was a little bit surprised whenever Hicks got the call. Um, well, not, I don't know about surprise, but, you know, I just – I was just kind of thinking Starkle might might have it, especially the, since he had been, you know, getting a lot of the reps like recently with the first team. Um, but then you you uh, listen to what the coaches have said, and you listen to what like the receivers and those guys have said. Man, Ben Hicks has been like the leader of that offense for you know since he showed up basically, and you know it's just kind of he just has got that uh, that mentality. That he's gonna be a gamer and you know right, uh, build the team up and you know make them feel like they're they're gonna win every game. And so I think he I think he's got intangibles that Starkle you know just doesn't have to this point. And you know obviously that was the playbook too. He knows where everybody's supposed to be. Got a coach on the field as they as everybody likes to say. So well, you know, I mean, excited. Yeah, I mean Starkle what played two games last year, so he pretty sat all out all last year. Starkle's been in the offense, so like like you're alluding to, I think kinda when you think about it, now I'm skipping over his junior season at SMU and going back to sophomore, it's like, well, you know, he did throw thirty six hundred yards. You know what I mean? So uh Well, you know, you got you got Hicks and uh Starkle in this in this game, honestly, they should both start. One of them's gonna start the first half and the other one's gonna start the second half. I don't think coach truly knows who he's going to put in yet. From a coaching perspective, I would, you know, expect Hicks to go out there and run the offense seamlessly, just really manage it, like you're talking about, Luke, and just run them down the field, score a couple points, and then the second half, go ahead and throw in Starkle, let him air it around a little bit, and run the score on up, just to show the fans, like, you know, we're good this year. And uh, come out of there with, like, I don't know, a 60-point win. But they should really both play in this game, my humble opinion. Oh, sure, yeah. And you want to see you want to see the, the other quarterfuck. I mean, Jones or, or Jefferson, you, it's got to be it's gotta be enough of a blowout that, that you're going to see those guys, too, that you're, mm-hmm. you're going to see, you know, people that aren't going to see the field against, you know, Colorado State or San Jose State even. Um you know, you this is their this is their time, but you want to make sure everybody stays healthy, and that 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 week uh, week two is looming. You know, Ole Miss is you can't you you gotta you gotta know what you're doing because uh, you know SEC starts the next week. And uh, 
it's like what if, if we only see two quarterbacks for this game, that's not a good sign at the end of the you know, if we could be shown a box score from the game with no score and just see two quarterbacks play, then that's not gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It's gotta happen that Jones and Jefferson uh, gets played. So what what about this team's defense, the San Jose's defense? Do you know anything about them, Tim? Are they are they worth a darn? San Jose or uh, Portland State? Uh, uh, Portland State, sorry. Ah, uh, San Jose. <laughs> I do know they run a 4-3-3-4. Defensive um, coordinator, who's slash off associate head coach, Pam uh, Sedet, um, and D-line coach. Um, um, I, I'm not really sure. Um, the returning starters would be a... Um, Excellent thing to know. Oh yeah, um, they've had eight. They got eight returning starters on defense, um, mm-hmm. not on offense. So um, they've got some experience coming back. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I understood too when I was looking around. Is it like they were going to have some some older guys coming back? A lot of people returning on defense, and, and uh, you know, like last last year they allowed. 27 and a half points a game, mm-hmm. 194 rushing yards, 199 passing yards. So about equal um, what they're giving up. But uh, 4.3 yards a rush, it looks like, you know, Boyd, Whaley, um, Hayden, et cetera, is gonna, could have a big game. And I'm going to tell you what to watch out for is this uh, wide receiver crew of theirs because they got uh, the uh, wide receiver coach, Skylar Foot, in front of the Buccaneers, so you know, that, that's something that you know, they're trying to obviously trying to improve there if they're if they're putting that kind of money out, you know Yeah, I saw I saw that too um, they just had been working for the Buccaneers mm-hmm. uh, man, the last two years, so working in the NFL um, led NFL Europe in receiving in 2006-2007 mm-hmm. he's worked at some colleges, so um, you know, those guys can be ready. Um, this guy might be a kind of work his way up in the, mm-hmm. the collegiate coaching ranks uh, for too long. Oh, yeah, I could see it happening. So, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's a spot where, like, you got to really pay attention to and you got to watch those routes and stuff like that. So, I don't know, man. This, this team, yeah, should I scare mean, me, but they don't, you know, and I guess it's just. You know, it's just because they're not a very good team. But they got the tools, it looks like, to be a good team. I just, I don't know. I guess I don't want to run them down. The more I research these guys, the more I kind of respect them. Is that weird? It's a little weird, I guess. (laughs) I think, man, it's... uh, Like you said uh, a while back, uh, 4-7 and last year in the the FCS. they, They were miserable against all the... Mm-hmm. Bigger schools that they played, and uh, yeah, it's 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 not happening there. Yeah. So oh, we should God. be worried. We should be worried if twenty four to twenty one, like that, uh, kind of remnants of the Coastal Carolina game. I know they're FBS Division one, but where it just took us to the last minute or a couple minutes to win that game, mm-hmm. something that's a close game. Oh, uh, what, uh, was it Western Illinois, uh, oh, Bobby oh, Petrino's yeah. first, first uh, year? Yeah, Bobby, Western Illinois, 
and uh, even going back to being on Sanford, but yeah, the Western Illinois, that's a good point, so just can't mess around with them. No, they say the first year too. Well, that's what they said. They were like, "Oh, we learned last year that you know we can't, you know, underestimate anybody, and especially if that you know Colorado State <clears throat> loss or whatever." I'm like, "Okay, well that's fine, but uh, you know, I hope you're just not you know going to get out coached or you know just have a situation where one of these one of these small teams come up here and beat you like." You know, you just hate to see it, but it happens sometimes, and, you know, I don't want this to be the year, but good Lord, we're coming off the worst season ever. I think that's the part that, you know, where I'm, like, really nervous. And they're picked, this team's picked 10th out of 13th in the big sky. Yeah, they're horrible. Um, if, I mean, it's even not that I would say we should lose to uh, Eastern Washington, but or, you know, a North Dakota State, but if it was something like a powerhouse in the FCS, that's one thing. It'd be like losing to a, a really horrible team that then turned around and lost almost all their games and lost to Division Two schools. Oh, wait, we did that last year. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man, that's why I'm excited about Saturday, so we can get past. Well, it's going to be nice, especially if we go out there and you just, you just hammer them. You know what I mean? And you just you go out there to prove a point. I think we need to be going out there to – not prove a point just to the fan base, to for the team and everybody, coaches, and just like to set a standard, you know. Yeah. Do what you're supposed to do against Portland State. You know, focus on your own, and yeah, just uh, you know, stay healthy. Yeah, that's a good point there too. Nobody uh, come out with injuries. Especially we can get Trey Knox back. Uh, yeah, Sounds like he was a. He was dressed out today, uh, so as of as of Wednesday, you know he's 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 coming on a little bit. So, yeah, we need him. Yeah, he was, he was listed as a star on the depth chart. So. Yeah, I agree, man. We just got to get out there. We got to beat these guys, and hopefully by a good margin in the first half. That way, we can get our young guys in in the second half and get them some experience before we go to play some of these you know, larger teams, so. Especially, I mean, Ole Miss, SEC game, that next, that, that second weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be, get out of there with enough experience to get in the game, feel comfortable, you know, lead some nice, like see some nice drives, big plays, and just go out of there, cruise, man, get, get like on defense a game and Harris out of there and just let them. Mm-hmm. You know, sit after making a big sacks and making big plays. And just like, all right, we know. Stay fresh for Ole Miss because, I mean, it's, like we talked about earlier, I mean, just a huge game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But we also, everybody uh, going to the game or watching it on TV wants to be entertained as fans and want to see some hope. So we're going to feel a lot better if it's, you know, 63-3 than 35-31. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. You're you're 100 right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm just looking um, at their depth chart, man. They are full of older players too. Like they got some for a you know big sky team. They probably got I mean, some pretty good depth for their for their conference. They might have a good year in their conference this year. 
Yeah, you might surprise me. Wouldn't it be nice to beat them real bad and then they go and win their conference? I'd like that. Yeah, that'd feel pretty good. They do do have 17 returning starters, you know. Mm Fifth-year coach, so he should have some depth built. Good Lord, you'd hope so. How long are you going to keep him? (laughs) No, 19 returning starters, six. So, you know, they were three and five in the big skies. Tough Three and five in the big sky. It's a pretty tough conference, though. I, mean, I feel like we're running out of stuff to talk about with these guys, man. Yeah, it's not. It's gonna be a lot better next week when we got Ole Miss <laughs> preview talking about this game. But yeah, I mean, this is enough we can do with this. So, what else? This is can... this is all about Arkansas this this week. This is not about the other team. This is, you know, you gotta show what you're made of and show. Show what you got, and well, not too much of what you got, but you know, just uh, really, just enough. Yeah, just enough. There you go. Yeah, just want to run out there and run base on your offense and defense, and just beat the tar out of whoever you're playing. Really, that's, that's right. what you want from this game, just to beat the living tar out of them with just your base stuff, just putting in guys and running the ball, and not even trying to get big yardage, but still getting big yardage. <clears throat> yeah, oh, sustained drives and mm-hmm. wouldn't mind seeing a couple turnovers on defense, maybe even a touchdown. Special I want to see our kicking game improve. Like that would be great to see in this game. Just not even let them have any room on returns or just put them in the coffin corner every single time. Then we got a, a Bauer or Sam Loy hunter situation so they're battling so we're going to see kind of what they're made up to mm-hmm. but um well about portland state i mean or if, if we need any score predictions or uh player players of the game or anything like that or well i think we should so we got an yeah, extra extra gown here tonight to give us something that heck yeah well let's Pause for a quick second for uh, this advertisement. Back to the Hog Call Podcast. Ever with so? Yeah, let's take a look at this thing, Tim. All right. Uh, well, I've got a score prediction. Uh, kind of right off the bat. Um, I'm going 52 10 Hogs. I feel like I heard that before. 52 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to stick with it now. It's just some random. They got to What you got, uh, Luke? Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm going to say. Give me give me forty five to to thirteen, maybe a little bit more cautious than than uh, fifty two to ten, but not much. Man, little, they, they really not should very much at all. Thirteen. I think we're gonna beat yeah. them sixty two to seven. Oh heck yeah! You know, I think I think I the Chiefs' like defense is gonna show up. I think we're gonna have one slip up where we're like, "What the heck?" and he's gonna jump on them and get it straightened out. We won't see it again the rest of the game. Oh. 
I, like I think that. it's going to be off the running game, too, honestly. Well, I think we're going to run the ball a whole lot. I think our running backs, like I said before, are going to be really special this year. And I think we're just going to run it down their throats even whenever, you know, like the second half comes. It's just, I think it's just going to be easy running game attack to be able to beat these guys. <clears throat> yeah, I do, too. I think we're going to rely, rely on that, get any running back, even a freshman Spivey in there. Mm-hmm. See what he can do, and even uh, show more of our depth at running back, and just kind of pound them, and maybe open up some of the passing lanes, and you know, make Hicks maybe maybe Hicks finishes off with like a you know a fifteen out of seventeen type game where he didn't have to you know hopefully he does show some ability to throw down field a little bit, but a lot of um, kind of short and mid mid game, uh, mm-hmm. not showing too much, but just really efficient. Uh, go from there what you think Luke how are we going to beat them we're just going to air it out the whole time oh lord no it's uh you're you're right on the money it's all all running up the gut and you know so uh before anybody else claims them Rakeem Boyd player of the game <laughs> alright there you Bam. go that's the way to do it that's just right I can agree with right. that 100% I think I'll jump right on board with you I'll, I'll go with Rakeem <laughs> It's hard to avoid. I'm gonna go with no. Nah, I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Michaels. You know, I think he's gonna have some offense. I think he's gonna have maybe even a pair of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Just uh, maybe a maybe a 45 yard touchdown slot, and then like a, maybe an eight yard down in the end zone. Honestly, he's he's gonna be somebody that you're looking for for a breakout year. You know, it sounds like he's uh, he had some. Uh, stepped up as a leader and God, just being a sophomore, uh, it's kind of scary, scary as far as leaders go, but it sounds like he did it whenever they were talking about all, all that, uh, uh, seals training in the summer. He's one of those guys that, that really, uh, uh, they, they came away impressed by. So I think he's, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty solid call. If I thought that they were actually going to throw it to anybody, I think that's a pretty good one to pretty good one to pick. Well, I mean, yeah, so I'm thinking like, but you're running enough and you open it up and boom, Woods is wide open. But then it'd be like, well, how do you call him the? How do you call him the MVP when Boyd's at 200? Well, because Luke and Chad already picked Boyd. So where am I going? You know what I mean? Whaley, I guess I should have went Whaley. Like, nah, Whaley's going to be coming there. Maybe Whaley will do it. Maybe he's going to come in there. <laughs> it's too late. I've already written down Woods, but. He's going to get a lot of targets. I mean, I think you're right. Out. I think I think Woods will get a lot of targets, especially for those short, quick passes. I think you'll be seeing Woods run a lot of slants, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, crossing patterns and things like that. Uh, so yeah, look for him to look for him to really be, you know, uh, doing that. And plus, we also like to throw those little screens, you know, those wide receiver screens. So look for him to be, be getting some of those. Wow. Man, and neither of us said, oh, Grady, you know, sure tight end or even like a kind of sleeper Chase Harrell this game or something. I don't think they'll need to utilize him that much this game, honestly. Yeah. Well, he's a little, is he still banged up? Or I mean, there's, I mean. He's banged up. He's still banged up a little bit. So that was kind of, that was my, that was my thing. I mean, Ole Miss, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to be well enough to play, but, you know, you just, you know, go have. Go half speed, bud. 
good point. Take take it easy. <laughs> good point. Well, uh, what do y'all guys think about defense? Who, who's uh, kind of a player that you're looking at this game? I'm going to jump on Dijon too. Dijon, there you go. <laughs> let me let me just uh, while you're writing all that down, Tim. Let me just go ahead and throw uh, throw these players. Is this your uh, season MVPs or what? How would you oh. differ in the season? Well, shoot, uh, season two. <laughs> he's he's the one. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah, that's for sure. It should be. I mean, right off the gate, you know, like I am. This is my this is my offense. This is my defense. Yeah. Uh, I, I say we look out for a game in this game. You know, I think he's going to show up. Heck yeah, a couple sacks maybe. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. Um, I'll go bumper pull. I think he might have a might have a pick six or a uh, scoop and score this game. Man, be bumper pull. Why did I pick him? Golly, too late, man. Hey, it sounds like you can you can jump on and share it. He's <laughs> on the offense too. That's all good. Yeah, like no, Sosa's a good uh, Sosa's gonna gonna wreck shop. Yeah, he's again anyway, he's gonna have a couple sacks. Make sure his presence is known and get him out of there when we're up up big. But just like, oh yeah, feeling good. Like I got it, I got it. I'm ready for big senior year. Well, did you see uh, where Vegas had us, Tim? Well, um, my bookie had to come out with a line for us, but there are some other uh, Vegas. Yeah, uh, yeah they, got, they got us right now uh, at twenty-eight point five, saying okay. that that's 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 the point spread that we're gonna they're gonna give us, or they're gonna give them twenty-eight point five, so. That's got us beating them by 28 points. Are you guys going to go ahead and go to my bookie, enter in promo code Hong Kong, throw a thousand in there and have that matched, and then put one thousand on the game and then just have another thousand to play with? Do y'all Considering think- I picked picked so many points ahead of the that 28 and a half that I didn't hear about, it sounds like I sounds like I got to go do that. <laughs> Heck yeah. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Um, I wonder. I was actually trying to find my bookie and see how much how much of you did lay down a thousand. Uh, you'd win about nine hundred something back, and we covered the spread. So you'd lay down a thousand, win nine hundred. Just Arkansas to beat Portland State for more than twenty nine, you know, twenty nine or more. That's a lot of pressure. Nine hundred in your in your pocket. Golly, man! You well, if you are gonna around. do it, use promo code Hog Call. That's all I'm going to say. Or they could just go click the link in the uh, description. Go right from there. Take you right there. Take you right there to it. Yep. Yep. Take you right to it. Sure makes Arizona Hawaii fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you're chasing or not chasing that late, that's still fun. This week, I mean, it's not too late, but uh, uh, let's see. I don't know. And you got some big games coming at night, you know, after the Arctic. Oh, man, you know, I got not mind putting a little money on that. Uh, New uh, Mexico State, Washington USF State. And, no, the USF and uh, Wisconsin game. Oh, wow, who you got there, USF? I think they'll cover the spread. 
When's that game? Friday? Oh, that's Friday night. Yeah, Friday yeah. night. It's a late yeah, Friday weird, night. Weird Friday night game. No, that's good, man. That's one of the only that... I don't know. I like, I think all, I think if you're going to do two, two weeks of, or two days of college ball, it should be Thursday and Saturday only. And I think if you're going to do it for NFL, it should be Sundays and Mondays only. But I don't I'm, know. I'm kind of old I'm not gonna, I guess. Well, that's fine, but I'm not going to complain about Friday night having college football to watch because there's so many games. Well, there's a 60-something no, plus games a week or 70 games a week. You know, they got to fit it somewhere you know, on Saturdays. You know, that three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour time slot, I'm watching only the Razorbacks. So I get the mm. 11 a.m. late-night games to watch. But So I don't mind. Hey, you're right. Uh, I'm going to watch it. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> and that's why they do it. You know, but you would, well, watching. Really, you just don't want Arkansas to play on Friday night. And I agree with that. <laughs> I don't even like them playing on Thursday. I, I like having the Arkansas Saturday. You know, a couple games... There's some good. I mean, you got shoot this. I mean, this Friday's that's good games. You mentioned Wisconsin, South Florida. You got Colorado State, Colorado. Kind of preview that game. And you got Oklahoma State, Oregon State. You got a lot of good games, man. What's well, some of, have you have you have you looked at the schedule this weekend, Luke? Is there some games that you're excited to, to you know uh, from take in? Uh, six o'clock Thursday night until, oh my God, I I may even watch that Notre Dame Louisville game on Monday. That's oh, going to be so oh, that's going to be atrocious. But I'm with you. <laughs> I, I am I am here to 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 stay in front of the television and and just really soak it all in. It's been it's been months since we've had just wall to wall college football, and and I need it just injected directly into my veins, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was watching Colgate. Who was Colgate playing Saturday before? Or what was the game before? Colgate and Villanova, and then you had Youngstown State. And, yeah. uh, oh, God, was it Sanford? Yeah, I think it was, it was Sanford. Sanford. <laughs> I was like, I, c- I couldn't help watch. Like, I would never, like, now this now that, like, Thursday night comes, I won't I won't watch any maybe, I mean, some of the FCS playoffs uh when there's no, or later on in, you know, December or whatever, but right now, now it's like, I'm just salivating at, you know, Florida International Tulane, and, you know. Oh, man. UCLA, Cincinnati, the big, big Thursday night primetime game. <laughs> it's just like. I tell so you what, though, that, that Utah-BYU game, uh, 9-15 right. on Thursday, that, that will be legit. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, UCLA, Cincinnati, shoot, I'm. God, I just love college football. I'm I'm ready for it all. Yeah, well, I mean, what's the distance between Utah and BYU in the state of Utah? Or like, uh, they're know, close to each other. Like within an hour, probably something like that. I yeah, mean. for sure. What about the old Miss a- Memphis game? I mean, that's probably most exciting. I'm excited to see how close. Uh, I think that's or interesting. One. I guess I should say interesting game. No, we we're making. That- we're making picks, man. I think I'd be picking Memphis. I think Memphis is good. I think Ole Miss is bad. It's just, you know. That's that's definitely the best that game. That would be hilarious. On that uh, noon, noon 11 a.m. slot, like mm-hmm. that Mississippi, or the Memphis and Ole Miss is definitely the game to watch that, that first, first right after college game day in the morning, you know, get it right. And hopefully, be a, I mean, 
pretty good game, and plus we played Ole Miss the second week, so it's just kind of. And didn't they get that coach? Everybody was talking about. Oh, we need this Memphis coach, and yeah, Mike Norvell's still there. So yeah, all right, that'd be interesting. Then you go from I mean, yeah, Duke, Alabama. Golly, Duke's gonna tear them up. That's gonna be embarrassing. I bet I can't even believe that Alabama's playing Duke this year. Y'all believe that? Man, I need to lay down that thousand on Duke, Chad. Man, I might do it. You'd Get win 60,000. 60,000. 60,000. 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, I'm always down for these different, like, weird stories in games. So when I see SMU playing Arkansas State, I'm immediately like, oh, wow, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that should be it. Playing Arkansas State. Yeah, how uh, Coach Anderson bounces, bounces back there at Arkansas State. Um, that's supposed to be a pretty good game. You got an SEC game already, Georgia Vanderbilt. Golly, yeah. Missouri, Missouri at Wyoming. Wyoming or not. Can you Missouri imagine getting torn sure. up by Georgia first game of the year? Goodness gracious. Well, Vanderbilt expects that, but what if Georgia got tore up by Vanderbilt? You know, supposed to be chasing a championship this year and lose to Vanderbilt first game. I can't see it happening. <laughs> it's all out there. Everything is possible before the first week of the season. <laughs> Next week's a whole different thing. That's right. All right, Luke. With that said, do you got Arkansas winning the national championship this year? I mean, could this we do year, it? Could we just? Yeah. Could this be the year that we just don't lose a game? This could certainly be the year in which we don't lose a game. Um, I'm not willing to bank to bet the house on it, but I mean, I would bet my car on it for sure. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. That makes me feel better about us winning. I'm gonna hold you to it. Yeah, right, I'm on this. Go into the year I'm on this podcast now. I'm I'm ready for. Uh, there's there's a lot more wins I see now. Just being being in in your presence, I just feel like every game is gonna be honestly. I mean, blood, I mean, God, after after Alabama loses to Duke, you know, <laughs> they're gonna be down after that. So much for a revenge season. I mean, look, you Portland State win, Ole Miss win, Colorado State win, San Jose State win. Or four no against A and M in Dallas this time we win it again, five and Kentucky, six and Auburn at home, win. Alabama, okay. Oh no, we win because they've lost two. They might have lost another one, but mm-hmm. so we so we're seven and eight and going into Alabama. That's Blow them out, Mississippi State, nothing. Western Kentucky, nothing. Mm-hmm. At LSU, we've won that before. In Baton Rouge, oh yeah, in Missouri, Missouri, and Little Rock. Can you imagine that fair memorial and the tailgate on golf course? The wood. We'll have the wood trophy this year. We ain't losing the LSU when we introduce the wood trophy for the first year. Yeah. You guys crazy? Ten to no going to Baton Rouge. Hey, losing. Oh, I like it. That sounds pretty reasonable, man. Beating Vanderbilt in the SEC championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vanderbilt's loaded this year. Keyshawn gone in the. 
and then boys. I don't know anybody else, but they got a good tight end to us, I'm sure. Or uh, if we played Georgia in that championship game, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Knock them off. Then who, who do we play in the playoff first, first round? We'll probably play Clemson. I'd say Alabama. Probably Alabama takes their only loss to us, so we're playing them in the playoffs. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Wowzer. And then we got to beat Clemson for the championship. Oh, 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 Alabama's not in there seeking revenge on us. Golly, wouldn't it be a... We put everything game? we got on the... Put everything we had on the line to beat them the first time in this close. But we got their number. We get we get their number. You know? What if we just go out there with a hurry-up offense and we just blow them out of the water? I just can't believe the speed in which we're running. There's no way for anybody to prepare for us make, the whole year. Make Saban. Saban retires after the game, so I just can't do it anymore. After last year, <laughs> losing to getting blown out to Clemson in the championship game, losing twice to Arkansas, the last of which get beat 63-3. to yeah, I'm done. Just like... Statue. Chad Morris is. I'd take Saban down with the Bucks, man. He could just come <laughs> on down here and go to the Cowboys, either one. Like college games, the recruiting stuff. And you just. You know, that's got to bother him that he failed so bad in the NFL. Yeah. Maybe he just wins well. No. Yeah, we'll knock him out this year. He's going to be like uh, Pete Carroll. Eventually, he's going to go back, I think. Pete Carroll's shown he can, he can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pete Carroll was horrible in the NFL. Went to college, did well, went back to the NFL. But he's he's doing okay, you know. So, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Sure. Well, who knows? Well, it could happen, <laughs> and I hope it happens. As a fan, I'm always rooting for it. <laughs> Until we're until we lose our first game, we're always we're always undefeated. Until we lose it first, then we got a chance to go all the way. Yeah, why not? Oh man! Well, Luke, uh, any of these articles, other articles you want to promote? I know uh, some ones kind of preseason. You had the uh, seventy-eight Orange Bowl. Uh, 2007, that uh, run DMC game, McFadden tears up South Carolina. That was a good article. Yeah, they were both fired you up for the season. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> how you follow those up. I tell you what, they were. They was fun to revisit them, and you know, really get back to get back to the times where we were where we were pretty pretty great and pretty pretty uh, of the zeitgeist, I guess. Of the of the year, uh, of the era, and uh, yeah, we're just uh, it's it's time to to really be thinking about 2019 and focusing in on that. And we've been doing some previews uh, for this season, going through each uh, each game, kind of talking through that, and and we're just gonna be be staying on top of it and putting putting as much stuff as we can out that people will enjoy and uh yeah if y'all go to arkansasfight.com there's some uh there's some good stuff in there so what's this about the uh, sb nation poll what's this about the sb nation poll well uh doing a thing there where where you guys have a have a say in it and um if you sign up with the fan pulse you'll, you'll be like one of those uh, associated press voters and you know, you, it means just as much as the AP poll does. So, you know, sign up nothing. for it, and 
exactly. <laughs> Sign up for it and uh, and vote your heart out. And of course, your heart saying Alabama is uh, going to lose twice to Arkansas. And so, go ahead and go ahead and put Arkansas first, and uh, see what everybody everybody else's fans say too. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Who doesn't like being a part of the game? That's, yeah, that's right. awesome. It's awesome. Anytime you get a chance to give back as a fan and, and be able to get out there and voice your opinion, it, it, it always feels good. It really does. I mean, it is a fan's game. I mean, the attendance may be down, but attendance is down in the living rooms. <laughs> yeah, Across right. America for dang sure. Goodness gracious. Uh, and now that they got beer, I bet the attendance goes up quick. We just win and beer being sold combined. You'll see people getting their seats. Uh, uh, um, you know, I had actually heard this point, but, you know, not only will hopefully cut down on the binge drinking, I don't know, that's what they say, but um, it'll at least, like, maybe get some people in the seats beforehand, like, well, you know, I, I can have a beer, you know, an hour before the game or whatever, so. We get a good crowd before, and so like, where's all these fans showing up late, trying to get to their seats when you're trying to watch a big third down and seven conversion against Auburn in the you know first couple minutes of a beautiful October day? You know, that's a fair point, bud. That's, that's <laughs> good. But oh show yeah, up, show up early. Yeah, show up early, and at, now if they would, and maybe they have. I mean, if, also if they would. Um, uh, show games beforehand that would that would help too on the big on the two big on the two big screens <laughs> one game on one side trading off places with the advertisement that's fine you know show your advertisement get the money but also pay that pay that uh cox bill or whatever and show the games and, uh... yeah that reminds me of back in 2006 uh tim i'm sure you remember that when when uh college game day came to the arkansas tennessee game and we all got in there super early and uh, just watched some watched some good live football on the on the pig screen. That was that was right where it needed to be. That was perfect. The pig screen. Well, that's a... the pig screen. <laughs> <laughs> you got pig screen. Was pig screen junior the one that's smaller one now? The one that was there on the other side. The pork chop screen. Yeah. Pork chop screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like to. I, I'm gonna have to go down a rabbit hole and see the see the schedule for that week during the game day and see what we were watching on the. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm. Uh, feel it. Well, I was about to say it felt like a Tennessee game, but I guess they were they're waiting to play us. So it wasn't that. I, I know during the game didn't didn't Notre Dame lose a big one. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I remember thinking like they were, or maybe they were, because we were we were going coming up the ranks at that point. And that was. Yeah, we charged up there at that point. <laughs> yeah, we got to get game day back, but um, yeah, that's a. It's interesting what games. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's just about you know, it's just about moving forward. We just got to move forward. Um. Uh, Exciting, been a heck of a podcast. Well, I think, uh, goodness gracious, I don't know <laughs> if I got a whole lot more to talk about. Tim, what about you? 
No, I think that was that was pretty another good one, man. That's it's coming to, out strong. We need to come out and talk about something that uh, you know is not uh, not sports related or whatnot. And, I don't think uh, I can handle another one of these segments. Goodness Ooh. gracious, man! Uh, we got a hurricane just coming straight at us. Just flying right safe. at us, man. You boarded up the windows yet? Graham, Puerto Rico again? Golly. I don't know, man. I guess I might I might have to board up the windows and, and get out of here. So, that's always an option. Well, can you make it in time for the Ole Miss game next weekend or the game this weekend? Boy, it sure would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> that seems like you got to do that for your safety. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Start planning that out a little bit more. We're thinking about taking off on Friday. If we do take off, we could probably make it up there late Friday night, probably. Yeah, or if you, even if you drive a little a couple hours, you know, Thursday night, if you're, if you're packed and ready to go, mm-hmm. you know, stay somewhere and then you head on up Friday, drive Friday, come here at the house. Well, uh, big old time. Well, get up early, watch football all day. That might be <laughs> happening, guys. Y'all better be on the lookout. <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna tell. Mother-in-law us. and everybody coming on up. Hey, that's all right, man. Just <laughs> let me know to get extra groceries and stuff, and whatever. What kind of make sure the smoker's clean, beer in the yeah. fridge, and you know. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah. So, you know, anyway, so we got that going down here. You know, just just a just a mess. You know, it's just always like, oh, do you got all your supplies and stuff? And I do. I've got everything. I'm good to go. MREs, all kinds of stuff. So it'll be good. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Man. What'd you say, Luke? You was excited about this segment? Uh, uh, (laughs) I heard heard last week, man. I wasn't wasn't ready for any more... uh, fetish talk for me guys. oh man yeah like these guys that mutilate their genitals and stuff like that oh, goodness man. gracious yeah you're gonna was... get one of those explicit ratings on this podcast man man Out of a... i'm not you know i don't think we were that explicit i don't want to get that ex- i want to do explicit for something something cool not not talking about <laughs> castration fashion it's not something I wanted to talk about man but it felt like it was something that needed to be out there I felt like everybody needed to know about it you know yeah alright so that when that college game day came and this is why two maybe some of these games were before but you know we were 11th ranked so we're moving up the ranking number 4 Texas lost 45 to 42 to Kansas State so we were moving up and then uh, number 5 Auburn loses 37 to 15 how is Auburn still ranked ahead of us at five when we beat them at Jordan Air? Yeah, I'm I'm 13 years madder, you know, mad again. <laughs> so there was some big games. Oh, the transition from that <laughs> castration. <laughs> Look, man, I didn't want to mention anything about castration until Luke come on podcast. Luke didn't or... bring it up. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? He's trying to put it put it on us. Well, Luke's a troublemaker. You know these writer, writers are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just waiting for y'all to talk about my 
personal fetish. Just just uh, all sorts of you know pig stuff. Just go hogs. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's normal here in the yeah. state of Arkansas. Thank yeah, you. I thought that was just normal everywhere. <laughs> I got a lot of. I'm just surrounded. I'm just looking around my room. I'm just surrounded by Razorback. I got a Razorback clock. I got my wall painted uh, Razorback red with the Razorback gray. I got two giant Razorback murals. Just Razorback stuff everywhere. And then my house has always been like this. Yeah, you got those uh those what are those big uh like canvas prints? Yeah. Of uh, <laughs> canvas football prints. Uh Yeah, I gave you one of those. Pretty sick nasty. I gave you the baseball oh, yeah. one, right? Yeah, the baseball one. Yeah. Which is cool too. That is cool, man. It's really cool. Well, I guess that's about all for this week. Go hogs. It's pretty good. We'll pick. Go Hogs.